Welcome to Sound Prince Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prince is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Sound Prince for the week of July 16, 2022. Sound Prince has now returned to its regular schedule on ACB Media One. Listen to us on your Alexa device, VictorStream, or the ACB Link app on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, Mondays at 8 a.m., Tuesdays at 6 a.m. or 6 p.m., Wednesdays at 4 a.m. and 4 p.m., Thursdays at 10 p.m., and Fridays at 1 a.m., 10 a.m., and 1 p.m. All times are Eastern. The KSB Alumni Association will hold its 2022 conference and reunion on Friday, July 29, and Saturday, July 30, at the Ramada Inn, 1041 Zorn in Louisville. Packets have been in the mail, and hotel reservations are now being accepted. The hotel rooms are $99 a night for up to four people in a room. For those who register... For the reunion, the rate is $75 when you check out. Make reservations by July 21 by calling 502-897-5101. For more information, to request a packet if you didn't receive one, and to pre-register by July 25 to receive discounts on tickets for the Friday night barbecue, Saturday lunch, and Saturday evening banquet, and to be part of our early bird jackpot drawings, call Carla Rushevel, alumni treasurer, at 502-897-1472. Library Users of America is a special interest affiliate of the American Council of the Blind. Our primary concern is libraries and reading for people who are blind or have low vision. We work with public libraries, the National Library Service, book publishers, and other entities who can make books more accessible and available to people who are blind or have low vision. One of our activities is Library Without Walls, an event which happens on the third Wednesday of odd-numbered months. On July 20 at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, we will hold our next event. At that time, we will look at books about blind schools or education and the blind. Paul Edwards, the moderator of the call, will probably not be very strict about the books that he allows and promises not to growl at anybody who has choices that he might not love. There are lots of books to choose from, but some folks have said they have not found it easy to find books on this subject. We want to remind everybody of what we would like you to do. Pick two books you can tell us about briefly. If they are from Bard, we would love it if you could give us the book number, how long the book is in time or volumes, and who the reader is. You can choose books from Bookshare or Audible, but we expect there to be an accessible version of any book you want to recommend. Join Library Without Walls by dialing from your computer, cell phone, or landline phone. The Zoom number is 301-715-8592, and the meeting ID is 526-727-187. The passcode, should you need it, is 582582. 
The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services has announced that the number of tests people can receive for each order of the more accessible tests has been increased from 2 to 12. The orders will ship in six separate packages of two, each with its own tracking number. People who placed orders before this change in late June will need to place a new order to receive the additional tests. Shipping information from orders is not being saved in accordance with the privacy and security policies of the USPS website, so there is no way for additional tests to be shipped automatically. This is a new initiative from the federal government to expand the availability of testing options that are more accessible for people who are blind or who have low vision and who use a smartphone. For more information about the announcement, visit https colon slash slash acb.org slash accessible a-c-c-e-s-s-i-b-l-e dash covid dash tests dash announcement. The South Central Kentucky Council of the Blind, KCB's Bowling Green Chapter, holds its social hour Zoom call each Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Some weeks there's a speaker. Other weeks there's good conversation, making friends, and sharing tips and ideas. To join the calls, dial 669-900-6833 and use the Zoom code 763-689-4411. To find out more about SCKCB, contact Richard Lindsay, President, at 270-781-1985 or Teresa Eskew, Vice President, at 270-776-6971. The Zoom calls and the following announcements are all on the KCB Zoom line. The dial-in number is 669-900-6833 and the code is 862-9889-6972. The Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision has its next telephone low vision support call on Wednesday, July 20 at 8 p.m. on the KCB Zoom line. The next in-person support group from KCCLV will be from 1 to 2.30 p.m. Eastern on Monday, July 25, at United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street in Louisville. Support groups are open to all, and they are a great place to ask how-to questions related to living with little or no vision. Family and friends of people experiencing vision loss are welcome to attend these meetings. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind invites everyone to Roundabout on Saturday, July 23. It will be virtual on the KCB Zoom line and will include page turners. Be ready to share a good book or get ideas for some good reading from others on the call. The time is 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern. There will be no Roundabout on Saturday, July 30 due to the KSB Alumni Association reunion. Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana invites anyone interested in guide dogs to its July meeting, scheduled for 7 p.m. Eastern on July 25, that's a Monday evening, on the KCB Zoom line. KCB Next Generation holds two Zoom meetings each month, one on the second and the other on the fourth Thursday of the month. 
Its next meeting will be on Thursday, July 28 at 8 p.m. Eastern. Several KCB members who attended the 2022 ACB convention, some in person and some on Zoom, got together on page two to share their thoughts and impressions of the convention and the events they attended. Participating in the round robin were Natalie Couch, 2021 J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow from Louisville, Patty Cox, CCLVI President from Louisville, Debbie Green, a member of the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind Board of Directors from Elizabethtown, Eldon Kaiser, member of the South Central Kentucky Council of the Blind from Cave City, and Restoria Ross Jackson, a member of the GLCB Board, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision Board, and a chapter representative on the KCB Board from Louisville. We hope you enjoy these convention impressions and memories. For more information about KCB and to request a free subscription to Soundprints that can play on a standard music CD player, call us at 502-895-4598. Page 2. Now we're going to talk about the Omaha Convention. We're not going to give you a blow-by-blow of every activity that went on, but I have a group of people on the phone with me who are just going to chat about what they liked about the convention, what they didn't like, what they'd like to see different. Um, And we all come from slightly different points of view. I have Natalie Couch, who was a J.P. Morgan Leadership Fellow from last year, and as such, she went to Omaha. And um, so she's and she's from Louisville. We're going to hear from her a little bit about what she enjoyed or uh, how how that program was different than attending a convention just as a a, a convention goer. Uh, Patty Cox is on the phone. She's president of the Council of Citizens with Low Vision (CCLVI). And she, of course, was in Omaha, and uh, she'll just maybe um, chat some about the uh, CCLVI activities a little bit. Not all of them, but but maybe the most outstanding one or a different one that was done this year. Um, Also, uh, might want to talk about how some of the things were different in the general session. Um, I, of course, was in Omaha. Then we have some people on the phone with us who were not in Omaha and who have not particularly been to a national convention in person. Restoria Voss-Jackson is on the phone, and she's from Louisville. She's a member of several boards. Um, she's on the KCCI board, and she's on the, um, she's on the Greater Louisville Council board. And she's the KCCLV representative to the uh, to the KCB Board of Directors. And uh, this was what Restoria the second the second convention is listened to, but all virtual. Um, Eldon Kaiser is in Kansas City, Kentucky, and he is a member of the uh, South Central Kentucky Council of Blind Bowling Green chapter, and. I think he's a new member, so 
this might be his first in person, his first uh, virtual convention. Debbie Green is from Elizabethtown. She's a member of the Greater Louisville Council, and she's also a member of the KCB board. And she's coming to virtual conventions, but hasn't been to an in-person convention. So lots of different perspectives. I want to begin by asking Natalie to tell us just a little bit about her experience as a J.P. Morgan Leadership Fellow. So, Natalie, just a, a brief description. You know, was it just a great free trip, just fun? Did they put <laughs> you to work? All right. I was actually pretty busy um, as a J.P. Morgan Fellow. Um, this was actually my second time doing a lot of those activities because um, I had to do them virtually last year. Um which was the year that I actually won the award. And then this year we were still expected to um, do them again. On Saturday morning, um, I attended the Burl Cully Leadership Institute. Um, and that was, that was actually a interesting session. Um, so um, that was a two part session and um, we did that. And then um I did some work in the mini mall and um, then of course we attended general session on Saturday night, which was where we were on stage and um, introduced to the convention, the whole convention. Um, and then just, uh, let's see, on Monday I um, had a session that I um, was supposed to attend in person, but actually just decided that I was going to go to on Zoom. Um, so that was kind of nice about it being hybrid because I could just attend that on Zoom. And then um, Tuesday was probably the better of the two receptions that I was required to go to. Um, that was the one just for the JP, JP Morgan Leadership Fellows. Um, and that was nice to finally be able to get to meet all of them in person and um just get to know all of them better. And then on Wednesday, um, we all went to the DKM first timers reception where we were um, inducted into the um, National Honor Society thing. So there was a little induction ceremony and that was fun. Um, so no, it was not just a um, free trip to <laughs> Omaha. Um, I was very busy. And then when I was not doing JP Morgan things, I was um, helping out in the ACB mini mall um, as part of the ACB community. I think I only got to go to like two, maybe three things that I, you know, actually um, picked to go to. So it was a very, it was, it was a busy week. Yeah. Yeah. And you also participated in some of the special interest group things. Um, you were at the Lions Lunch, I think. I was, and I was at the ACB Families Breakfast. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't remember. <laughs> I did a lot and of things. Some, so. <laughs> and some of the general sessions, and you also were the families delegate on the floor yes. of the convention. Yes. So you yes. were a busy person. Yes. <laughs> well, that's good. Sounds good. And hopefully some other Kentuckians will apply. For that this year, um, that the information on how to apply will come out uh, fairly soon. 
probably uh, around October or November. And uh, we always encourage people to apply and uh, you, you have the opportunity to attend the convention and go to a lot of different things. It's a wonderful learning experience. Okay, so let's open it up and I want to ask a question about uh, for whether you attended in person or you inten- attended on Zoom from home or in some cases, like Natalie, you said you attended a session on Zoom, even though you were in Omaha, I did the same thing a couple of times. Uh, what was what was your favorite activity? Your favorite convention activity? It doesn't have to be serious. It can be fun. It can be, uh, you know, fairly uh, serious. It can be extremely serious. Uh, so let's just see who would like to go first and tell us about. The activity that they really enjoyed the most and and before you begin that can be from the pre I call the pre-convention weekend or during convention week or even if your favorite thing was uh, talking about resolutions and voting it could even be the post-convention meeting so I'm going to open it up and just uh, let's just have a little conversation about that who would like to start I can start, Carla. Um, okay. I, Go ahead, Debbie. I, I have, uh, of course, was attending virtually. Um, I really enjoy uh, enjoyed the the process, um, the how the business meetings were conducted, um, the attention to detail uh, in the structure of of that, um, the the way that members. Uh, were um, encouraged and, and um, to to be uh, to participate um, in the discussions, in the voting, you know, in making suggestions. Um, I did enjoy the pre uh, the pre conference resolution um, processing. <laughs> I listened to most of those, and uh, and again just. Um, I'm just real impressed with the effort that goes into giving the members an opportunity to participate and, and to um, to have a voice in, in that whole process. Um, <laughs> yeah. that, um, that was it was it was very interesting um, to me, of course, having gone to all kinds of conventions and this was the first one where we could be sitting in that meeting room and y'all could be at home on Zoom and we could all be participating. No, yeah. It, it, it really was, there were times when I was, I thought, oh, you know, someone was speaking on the floor, but I knew they were in California. <laughs> um, <laughs> on yeah. Thursday, when we were debating resolutions, the chair of the committee was in California. He was not wow. in Omaha. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And, you know, it was just neat that here were all these people from all over the country who could uh, speak up and participate. Uh, one of the people who spoke several times uh, was... Her, her name is Jewel, uh, 
she's from the uh, South Central chapter here, and she lives in Glasgow. Okay. And and yet, and this was very much her first convention, uh, but she, but she, you know, got recognized and 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 was able to put in what, her points into a discussion, and you know, it wasn't like, okay, are you good enough to to speak and whatever, you know, if you got in that lineup, then there you yeah. were and you were able to participate. What are some of the others of you think about? some of that process? Um, I, do, do you mean just like resolutions in general? I mean, the resolution process in general or just the whole? Or just the, just the, just the, the, the business, the hybrid part. Uh, and Patty, I want you to talk a little bit about how uh, people were at, at the mics, the visual, the visual part. Yeah, of, of those meetings because well, your description of that is kind of interesting. Okay, so at the, at the business meeting in person in the past, people would go up to the mics. Um, they are set so many in a row, and there are usually three rows of tables. So there's two rows in between. And there's three or four mics this year. There were three down each aisle. It's it's very interesting with those who always like to uh, make sure of <laughs> parliamentary procedures or um, uh, have something to say, not mentioning anyone on the call. Um, but there are a group of them, and they all find their own microphone. What what I did like is they all had their own. What I didn't like is that we have never had someone running the mic around the room. People always find the microphone, which I think that they should probably still continue. But uh, you know, it was it was kind of kind of cool to see those people who've been around a while. I've grown up watching them at the mic, and they were still at the mic. Um, what I didn't like as much is I felt that those in the room who were there um, sometimes didn't have as uh, much of an opportunity as those on Zoom to speak. And um, so I, I think that um, that's something to look at, too. But... Um, it was really cool in the room when you could actually look up at the big uh, screen and actually see the back of your head. So <laughs> we were the last row that you could see on the projection on the projection screen. So that was pretty cool. Everybody knew we were in the room. Um, I got text messages from people saying, "You're sitting in general session." Well, yeah, I'm sitting in general session. So, oh, I like the shirt you're wearing or something like that. <laughs> it was just really cool that people could also see that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I think I think what was interesting, they didn't have our delegate signs up this year, and yet we went in the first night, we found our row, and we sat in B6 or B7 all week. And that's just where we went. And, you know, Missouri was behind us. Uh, 
Michael Byington was from he was from Kansas, and he started out sitting in front of us, and I think he moved up a little bit. But we all kind of sat where we would have been if the delegate signs had been there, because you know you go for years and your group, your delegations, your states sit in alphabetical order. So we still did, and uh, you know we didn't really, you know, we didn't say, "Oh, this is Kentucky's table." We just wound up there every day. No, so. I did miss. I, I did miss um, being able to sit with people. And at first, I didn't think it was going to be a big deal. But I could never find anybody. <laughs> so, like when I was in general session, so um, you know, it was. I mean, it was kind of nice because it was a fun way to meet people. But sometimes it was also kind of boring because sometimes um, you would get stuck at a table, you know, by yourself or whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Let's 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 uh, see what some other people think. Um, you can talk about whatever your favorite session was. It doesn't have to be general session. Let's talk about some of the breakouts and some of the fun things. So, who has um, who has something? Uh, yes. My favorite part was the part probably done before the convention. Of the exhibit hall, the way all the exhibitors presented themselves and the way they presented the products. Um, the only thing is they didn't have a lot of time, so some of them had to hurry. But that was mm-hmm. real interesting. I always enjoy that kind of stuff. And then a lot of the sessions were real interesting. I mean, there was a lot of time and effort put into all that stuff, everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say the exhibit hall in person was really arranged real well. well Sometimes good. it's very confusing. The numbers don't always go along like they should on the booth. But this time it was really nice. And they had a graphic, uh, a tactile graphic of the layout of the room. And you could hmm. take your list and you know, uh, say, let's say, um, the, uh, is that Time Warner? Uh, let's say they were in booth 26 where you could kind of just follow around this path that went through the exhibit hall and find your booth. So if you were going through there on your own as a blind person, you could find your, have a reasonable expectation of finding the table. Uh, so that was that was kind of neat. Um, so exhibits, that's that's good. All right, what else? One of my favorite things, and it was not a serious session at all. Well, it wasn't even a session, but it was. I've never done the wine tastings that are always offered at convention. Um, <laughs> so I did one of those this year, and that was that was really fun. Gabriel Lopez Casati put a lot of a lot of thought and planning into that. So that really? that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. It was really fun. Yeah. Those are uh, sponsored by Blind Pride, and they are really into wine tasting. I don't know how they can walk after they get through all those wine tasting tables. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. Like, there were 10 different – we had 10 different kinds of wine, and so I hadn't eaten before then, so I was already kind of like – Oh, you know, after drinking, I mean, they don't, you know, you don't drink like a whole glass, but even so after, 
you know, wine like that. And then I went to something else and drank some more wine. So that night I was a little, um, <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> okay. All right. They had a um, talking book narrator there. I can't remember his name, but he, that was, yes. those were, this was a fun session. Um, Great to say. Yes. And yeah. he's, his perspective and things um, from, you know, had in his reading experience. And then I think there was a follow-up session where there were lots of opportunities for people to comment and ask questions. And that, that was one of the, that was a really interesting session. Okay. All right. Did you, you heard him in the general session, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. But then, you, you didn't hear the, the um, library universe and BRL session with um, him in the afternoon. I heard two sessions. I don't know which. So I think I did. One was, one was the main him speaking, and then the other one was where people had more of an opportunity to ask. Oh questions. yeah, yeah. So I, okay. I think I heard them both. Yeah. Oh well, good. And you enjoyed yeah. those? I did. I did. Great. Yeah. Because remember, and he they had asked him about reading something, and in the general session, he he wasn't he wasn't prepared to do that. But then in the next session, he did. He had a he had a piece there that he read. So. Oh, he did. Okay. Well, he hurried up and got it then over lunchtime, I guess. He did. Because... That's what he said. <laughs> That's what he said. He said, I found, I found this. I found this. He said, so I'm going to be able to read it to you after all. So. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, we missed that afternoon session because Adam and I both were in the uh, American Council of Blind Lions lunch. Mm. And okay. Oh, yeah. Which was opposite that okay. sure. session by... Uh, from library users. So okay. and that, that brings up a point, and that is it's impossible for you to yes. do everything, whether you're, yeah. whether you're doing things virtually or you're there in person. There's just so much, and there's only so much of you to go around. Yeah, And that's right. so you can't always participate in everything because um, they, they may be, uh, you know, may literally be opposite each other, and both sessions you want to attend are in different rooms on the same hallway. At the same, yeah, the same time. That's right. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Patty, you haven't told us about the CCLVI dance yet, and there hadn't been a dance at conventions for years, so CCLVI came along and did one. Yes, we did. We had a dance. We had a great time. We had great uh, door prizes. Um, and it, it went really well. Uh, it's something that uh, we're already thinking about doing next year. Um, yeah, we had a DJ. Uh, the dance floor could have been as twice as big as it was. Uh, it was very small, and once everybody got on there, well, you didn't have room to move it, but somehow <laughs> we did. <laughs> but it Not was really fun. Not much social distancing there, huh? Oh <laughs> uh, well, you couldn't. The dance floor wasn't long enough to. It was a. It was literally a ten by ten, and there was probably <gasps> oh, probably thirty, twenty, thirty people on the floor. You oh, know, um, you know, it was kind of cramped, <laughs> but <laughs> but it was good. It was, it was really good. Um, had a great turnout, um, and people got to ask for, you know, they got to make requests. We had 
someone, a married couple, uh, their first request was their um, their song at their wedding. Oh, um, so nice! And so it was. It was really good. And Patty, you did some uh, some sessions pre-conference that were kind of like uh, yeah. line dance training things. I just right. participated in one of those, and that uh, well, that's that that was very a nice touch for you to do that. Yeah, they uh, we did quite a few of those. And uh, Patty, we're getting Patty, hang on, we're getting some echo on you and a little background. Those, those really helped a lot of people that were at the dance. Yes. yes. Um, they got to do what we did, and we helped some out. Didn't have to do a lot of helping out. Uh, quite a few of them did really good. Yeah, because you, was, I was surprised. You were very, uh, uh, very descriptive in your in those pre-conference sessions. But I thought you did a great job with that. Thank you. Okay, Miss Toria, what did you find? Fun, interesting, boring. I attended the the, uh, two virtual ones, and this one was a little different. But I found that everybody was really prepared. And if they had to shorten their speech or whatever presentation, they still had enough information to give you that you could visualize it, you know? And that means a lot uh, when you're uh, on a Zoom line. So uh, it was very interesting. And in the resolution, I love that. Because it gives you a chance to, uh, as someone who may not be an old timer, to voice your opinion and everything and and see how everything works. Mm -hmm. And it makes you think. Uh, about what they are doing and why they presented these resolutions, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. Some of them made sense and to me, and some of them didn't. But it, <laughs> since it was uh, nationwide and everything, it still lets you know what people were thinking and how we could proceed, you know? Uh, they, they had one where they said that, the guy didn't have email. Well, we want to progress. And if you don't want to progress, if you want to progress, you need to have some technology. And it, I don't think that would be isolating. And they discussed that quite a bit and everything. So uh, that was really interesting. We, uh, we'd have to be careful what we pass, though. And this gives the everyone an opportunity to listen and hear what's going on. And I really like that. And what story didn't you like? I mean, you're, I feel like we're, we like the same thing here. I'm, I, I love it when people disagree. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. But then they're, they're willing to talk about it. You know, this is why yeah. I feel this way. And I think you're overlooking this and, then the other person says, no, actually, here's what I think, you know, here's why I feel this way. And, and through that discussion, um, they, they come, they come to some common ground and that's, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah, And, and uh, it made it easier because with them online and everything, you had friendly amendments, changes and things, and you could work it out then 
And yes. uh, I, I thought that was a tremendous job that they did uh, presenting it and mm-hmm. working through it. And the same way with the general sessions and everything, uh, the sponsors and everything, they gave their brief uh, presentation and then, you know, you could go to the exhibit room. But for those of us who weren't there, we still got a good idea of what their product was like, you know? Yes. And and then we could, they gave you plenty of information where you could contact them in the future. And that's really important. I noticed on the on the program. I don't know what how this played out at the, at the uh, convention, Carla. But there was uh, there were there were activities for children, and uh, I was pretty impressed with that, um, that 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 was taken into consideration. Oh yes, we've been doing that for many many years. Uh, actually, the first time we did a kids activities was at the 1987 convention. In La- I think it was in La- the, the Los Angeles Convention, wasn't it, Patty? That was the first one. Um, Patty was a teenager I, at the time. I don't remember doing too many. Well, yeah, I guess so, because um, Auntie Barb. Yeah, we went yeah. out. We went to the Chinese Theater, the Walk of the Stars. We saw Tiffany's, um, Fifth Avenue. Um, we actually went to see some of the, we saw the Psycho House. So, um, yeah, that was the first one, but, but that didn't, that didn't last. No, that didn't right. last. And, and then a couple, several years after that, I, I know in Houston, but I also, in, in Iowa, um, in Des Moines, 2001, 2002, uh, Cindy Hollis did some kids activities. But then Patty in Pittsburgh in 2003, you got involved in running that. And Patty actually ran what we then called the YAC, Youth Activity Center, from 2003 through 2008 here in Louisville. And, and then there, and, and they would, our thing, and the reason we, we were so interested in it was because, um, Patty and Mike, we had taken, we used to, when Don Don Franklin and I were married, we used to take Patty and Mike to conventions when they were kids. I mean, mm-hmm. they went to their first ACB convention when they were six and three, almost, Mike was almost four years old. Wow. Uh, we rode a school bus that was not air conditioned <laughs> from Louisville <laughs> to Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, Springs, my Arkansas. goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's interesting. In yes, July. for sure. Yeah. Oh, it goodness. was. Mike was small enough that we had a pillow we laid down on the school bus seat, and he was just small enough to fit exactly on that pillow. And he would, oh. and he would sleep, and then when he'd wake up, he'd think he was the last place we stopped instead of the, wherever we were. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. and they didn't have, there wasn't anything for them at mm. the time. So, you know, we would go on some tours, and um, and then they had to sit in the general session. And, of course, <laughs> that was sort of boring for little kids. Um, same They're thing not kids. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> for, a, for a number of conditions, but they endured. And, um, yeah. and so then when we, when we started working with the YAC, 
our goal was to have something for the kids every day. Well, Great. it grew and changed. And um, today it's called the Kids Explorers Club. And okay. you can take your child, a child from six years old to 13 years old, can participate in the YAC. And, uh, in the in the kids explorers club, and um, and the parent pays a fee. Like I think this year it was like forty five dollars for the day, but mm-hmm. that includes breakfast and oh, wow. lunch and the snack snacks morning and afternoon, and it includes them going somewhere. Hmm. Uh, in in Orlando in two thousand nine. We took them to Disney World. And, wow. Uh, in 2010, we didn't have a huge number of kids because we'd had so many in Orlando, nobody could afford to bring their kids to Phoenix. But <laughs> we had enough that I lined up. I was convention coordinator, and I, I didn't want to take – I couldn't – they didn't need a bus. There weren't that many kids to take them somewhere <laughs> every day. And so uh, it was cheaper for me to line up a limo and mm. have the limo take these kids oh all over Phoenix. And, and when they came back and told their parents they'd ridden around in a limo all day, I got calls. They said, have you lost your mind? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cheaper than a bus. And, um, but they do that. They go, oh, they'll go to the zoo. They'll go to a water park. Uh, in, when they were here in, in Louisville, we took them. We took them to Holiday World. Um, in 2007, we went yeah. to uh, an old firehouse. Oh, uh, yeah, and the bus we went, got stuck. And the bus <laughs> got stuck in the side uh, underneath the train tracks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we went to the Mall of America. They got to do the roller coaster inside and the water, mm. the water yeah. thing. And we went around to different places they got to do the nascar experience uh we also took them to an arcade bowling alley that year that was a few blocks down the road Mm -hmm. that's great yeah 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 there's just all kinds of things that they've done over the years and i don't i didn't watch all the things they were doing this year but often um, the kids are doing things that the adults sure would love to get in on and uh, so it's different every year, but every year um, it's possible for the parents or grandparents. Sometimes the grandparents bring kids because mm. uh, that is how a blind or visually impaired person can take those kids on a vacation and That's have true. something fun for them to do. Yep. And the leaders now are people who are, uh, you know, teachers of the visually impaired who want to kind of a, a, a little extra job in the summer. Uh, there'll be some kind of youth leader. You know, they are now, they're now more um, professionals than they were back then. Because, you know, it's a different world now than it was then. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but that, yeah, that's kids' activities. And um, it, it's, it's really a good thing. So it, yeah. it lets the whole family come. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, um, well, we have a few more minutes. Uh, somebody tell me their uh, uh, another uh, favorite special interest activity, or you can talk about what you would like to see change 
either one of those things. Just, um, you know, pick pick either a, a favorite or something you really didn't like. You know, in other words, it, you you choose where you'd like the last few minutes to go. And is there going to be an evaluation opportunity, um, Carla? Has that happened already? Uh, no, there will be a survey. Okay. Uh, and and I, I hope people, you know, will fill it out. But yes. uh, as one of my things at the end of the uh, discussion on Monday night, the 11th, where they were supposed to be talking about new old business, but one of my points was that the survey is not adequate to really assess what might need to change or what might need to continue um, the -hmm. importance of things. And so I am hoping that they will hold opportunities for convention discussion, just like they hold opportunities for resolution or constitutional Mm -hmm. bylaw amendment discussions, uh, and that there will be on a committee meetings that will address that. Mm-hmm. Anything that anybody would, you know, would like to see really change? Or, you know, do you think we're kind of on the right road here? Um, it seemed long, Carla. I don't know. Oh, you aren't kidding. Yeah, it was very long. <laughs> that is one thing that will change. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Do we need to be positive? No. No, okay. we got to change it. So I got to come across my I, I that's, think that's part of it. My my change would be is that the special interest affiliates and uh, um, when we had things in the afternoon that we, we had to compete with uh, Sunday. We had to compete with, you know, the community. And, and I think that we don't need to compete with community. I think community goes all year round. The, right. the convention is where the special interest affiliates um, get to have not only, you know, sessions that are informative, but we get to have those social, um, those social times too. And uh, community happens all year. I think community should stop for the time of the convention. Well, they uh, they did announce that community was not going to be happening um, during the convention and after the convention, then they announced community is back. But reality is it never stopped. That's so, correct. Yeah. It never stopped. Yep. I so mean, it was scheduled community between two and five. So, well, but, I mean. But technically, technically that, that, was it community, but it was community. So it was. you know, you can't you can't have it. You can't call it one thing and do something else and 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 convince us that uh, it didn't happen because well, it what didn't. it really was was a place for people to go socialize if they didn't have anything to do. What people chose to do with it is what it is. But. Well, uh, it's it, but. You don't have a hospitality room in the middle of the day. No. Years ago, it, we we did have hospitality rooms. Actually, the last one that ACB ran was in 2000 here in Louisville, and it, they were always they were at night, 
they did take away from special interest activities at night, and they and they eventually faded out them, themselves. But you don't run hospitality rooms in the middle of the day um, at at a convention and 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 try to. There there was nobody. There was nobody that would have absolutely nothing to do in the middle of the day. Um, right. That, that, that's just not. That's not a that's not convention. So they could pick from things, and if they didn't want to, um, if they didn't want to go to any meetings, if they weren't interested in any of those meetings, the cafe was open, and people could go in there and sit. And that has happened many times over the years. The best cafes have have been open in the middle of the day, and people could go and sit and talk. Um, but they have not been a planned event, and, and there is a difference. So yeah, that's a good point. But there was, pl- there was. It seemed that there would be plenty to do uh, with the tours um, yes. and the exhibit hall. Um, mm-hmm. That there would right. be, there would be plenty to do. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, so all right. Well, out of- oh, sorry. oh, go ahead. Because I have one thing that I kind of hope changes in the next convention. I wish that we had more of the speakers there in person because a lot of them were just on Zoom. So it it almost was like there was almost no motivation to go to anything because you could just do it on Zoom. I don't know if that's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is something that we... CCLVI hopes to change because a lot of our speakers were on there and people, people, if they want to get on a Zoom call, they'll get on a Zoom call. Um, but the point is, is these exhibitors need to come and show us our work. Mm-hmm. So, show us what they have to offer for us to purchase if they want us to purchase. Mm-hmm. And other subjects as well. Um, it's, it's really good to have a, a discussion. Uh, we had a um, one example of, of how good it is to run into people or to see people in person um, was, I think it was Friday when we first got there the first day, we were on an elevator and the door opened and in came Jason Broughton. And Jason Broughton is the new executive, the new director of NLS, of the National Library Service. Well, if he'd been there just on Zoom, you know, he'd have made a nice speech in the general session, and he'd have made a nice speech in the Lewis session afterwards. But I am sure he was very personable and um, introduced himself. I mean, we didn't know who he was. Nobody in the elevator knew who that was coming in the door. And by the time we went up two or three floors, he, you know, not only introduced himself, but we knew that he had mentioned Tom Frank from Vermont, who he knew before he went to NLS, and, and Tom Frank's on the CCLVI board. And I mean, that yeah. kind of encounter, or um, you know, talking with people who are there participating in person, you can't you can't exchange that for something else. That's not going to happen on Zoom. Mm-hmm. So. You know, there are positives, and to have more in-person speakers would be nice. I don't know about everybody else, but I really got tired of watching videos of, no. of the winners. I just 
That yeah, was, yeah. That was cool. I'm sure we're going to be talking a lot about future conventions and change. So um, the whole thing with having the speakers there in person, um, I think that's, that's doable. Uh, because I think, but the people who are doing the recruiting for the speakers can can say we uh, we are looking for people who can come to the convention to speak. <laughs> well, are you available? I'll, I'll I'll say in knowing with CCLBI's program, um, a lot. So lesson learned on both sides. Um, you know, our vendor showcase, we were trying to do the vendor showcase so that they did not have to break down any of their exhibits. Um, a lot of them appreciated it. It's like uh, as Melanie Altsanui said, all right, so we're going to let you know in advance. August 1st, we will ask you to be at our vendor showcase. There yes. should be no problem with you trying to find a flight to get you there in time. Right. And and we did ask them ahead of time. They were notified in January. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and in the case of families, um, we didn't have a single in-person uh, presenter. Uh, that was because, and this is a different side of the problem, but uh, we picked our topics, and um, and the best person for the topic wasn't going to be there, couldn't mm. be there. Yeah, yeah, there was no way they could be there. So if you want the topic, and we didn't have to have the topic, we could have changed to a different topic. But, for example, where we talked about the 1950 census, we... we would not have been able to have the, the person who was this. And no, we I, certainly didn't have the money to fly somebody in. So it no, did I, allow us, you know. Yeah. I didn't mean it as a, as a um, criticism. I just meant, you know, because oh, no. I, I felt like everything was, you know, a, a lot of people were on Zoom and a lot of, you know, like Patty had said, a lot of people that were in the hotel just chose to, you know, to do it on Zoom. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's it's and it, it's a it's a you know, it's I mean, I get the hybrid world and I, I understand all that, but um, you know, because my roommate and I were talking about how there was really no you know true motivation to go to things. I mean, unless you just Incentive. wanted to, and yeah. to just be, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So, well, thank you all. Appreciate it very much. Talk to you later. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. 
Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Sound Prince. Have a great week, everybody.